Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at www.ivypod.com. On Facebook, we are Ivy Pod, and on Twitter, we are at Ivy Podcast. Let's rock and roll. here hello clayton hi john what's going on not much we got a big show planned we're ready to rock and roll um you know we had some late breaking news and we've only been on a two-week hiatus which is pretty sweet for us and yeah yeah we're actually back on normal somewhat semi-normal schedule here so that's always nice Mm mm-hmm I'm going to have to adjust this. I apologize to anybody uh, ahead of time if our sound qualities are different. Um, I, I think Clayton now has the more powerful computer, so look out. Oh. You might be you might be cranking a little bit louder than me, I bet. Ah, uh, you never know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to do a test run or, I don't know, hopefully it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the test run, though. Yeah, it is. So, if it, yeah, like you said, we apologize in advance. <laughs> right. Um, we had, uh, we had some actually good, more money getting found, right? So we're going to jump off with local news and then we're going to have a guest on, right? Yes, we do this week. Something a little bit different. Yeah. On the hotline, the Ivy pod hotline, uh, and got some shout outs and then apps and podcasts that we wanted to do. So we, I think we'll have a good show. We have good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Right off the bat, uh, just kind of a follow-up from last week. I think I think last week, right at the end of the show, we were complaining, or at least I was vocally complaining that uh, our Facebook numbers were just couldn't quite get over that hump of 100 likes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy to say we finally made it. Right. We had we a little did. late. We had a late surge there last week. And actually, we had a huge week last mm-hmm. week. Lots of people went to our site. I, and people liked us, and yeah, it was pretty sweet. So I appreciate that. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Tell your friends. Darn so. right. Although I will admit our, our actual numbers on people listening hasn't changed much. But, you know, that's kind of a weird thing because with podcasts, some people don't listen, you know, for a couple of weeks. I noticed well, that it takes yeah. usually a while for the numbers to kind of stabilize. So. Mm-hmm. I, I did get a text like the day it came out actually in regards to our episode, so that made me feel good. Oh wow! So, cool. Yeah, he was complimenting the, uh, uh, well, the story that we we talked about the the money that that was getting split up with the proof police, and he he said that he enjoyed the joke that I made that was, uh, straight cash, homie, which is <laughs> <laughs> funny. So yeah, nice. And he thought it, he he thought it was cool that we went like as long as we did because it was close to an hour and fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one of our longest shows yet. I think it was. It was so. the longest show. So hopefully people like that. If not, sorry. Yeah, tough luck. Um, yeah, so we, the funny thing is, we, we, as we enjoyed the topic last week with um, uh, the, the cash getting found in the airplane, which I think makes it a little more interesting just because it was at the airport and we all have visions of uh, like drug busts going down like in the movies. Oh, sure. But a more traditional cash seizure in an automobile was done this, what, it was June 8th, so it's been a couple weeks now. Yeah, yeah it's been a little while. Um, but it was uh, over a million. Yeah, it was uh, a big was, one. Yeah, there hasn't been any follow-up I haven't seen since no, the I June 14th. Seen I haven't seen anything. Um, but it was mil- kind of the same way with the original airport bus. There was the initial article in the paper and, and mm-hmm. in the news, but then after that they didn't really say much for about three or four months. I think until we talked about it last week. Wow, it was that long. Well, and the funny thing is, is I think it, there's probably a lot of court processes that have to happen. Sure. And and um, I, I don't know. Some it depends on the situation. But I, I like we talked about last time was that uh, when you have that much money, and if you you pretty much know whether or not you're going to be able to get away with, you know, get it back. You know, don't you think? 
Yeah, and in that case, it was not happening for whoever no, it was. I, I so think the guy knew right away that he wasn't going to get to keep it. So yeah, so he just pretended like it wasn't his and <laughs> moved on. So yeah, but but with that, like you said, over the feds. Now this was a little bit different case. This was uh, the state police found this one up on Route 80, right at 80 and 251, so right in Peru, June 8th uh, at 8.31 p.m. They made a traffic stop and found $1.2 million in cash, if I'm reading this off the News Tribune website. Right. And don't you think that, in a lot of cases like that, that maybe they know what they're looking for or they're hip to a certain vehicle or something? I would I, I just, think I have so. a hard time. It's just not like, I, you know, I mean, what are the odds? And I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of cash, and I almost have to think that there's some intelligence ahead of time where they're like, we know, blah, 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 this is going down or whatever. Maybe yeah, not. Maybe it's just dumb luck. But I, Well, you know, yes and no, because, you know, it seems this stretch of Route 80 is so successful at picking people off or drugs uh, that it's very likely it was just one of those suspicious-looking out-of-state vehicles that they decided to stop, find a reason to stop them, and looking for drugs, and right. boom, they hit a jackpot instead. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They don't really say here. They're not going to say. Uh, but uh, it's interesting. A lot of money being found here in the how area. Much, how much volume is that? I mean, what is a million dollars away? I mean, obviously it can be broken down into different increments. But Well, let me get my calculator out. Uh, a $100 bill weighs like a gram, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just say. Two and a half grams. Well, I don't know. It depends on what what type of bills are they using here. Do they have hundred dollar bills, dollars? That makes a big difference. If it were in the the dollar coin, true, then it would be really weighting down the car. Maybe that's yeah. what tipped them off in the yeah. first place. That would make for an interesting story. It would be. They would. They'd have you heard of this new presidential coin? The dollar. Uh, I don't even think it's new. I think it's I just... have one. I have one here sitting on my desk. I got one from a toll booth. It spit it out, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's got Abe Lincoln on it. I'm keeping this. Really? See, yeah. I want one, but I don't know. I, they, the Mint has like a millions of them in storage, but interesting. If anybody out there knows anything about these coins, let me know. I heard about them on Planet Money on the NPR podcast. So, Yeah, well, go to travel to a toll booth, such as I recommend the one in Indiana, because if you put in some money and you need money back, it will crank out those those coins. Oh, so there you that's go. Awesome. Oh, I don't know if I need it. Maybe I'll go to like the uh, Cabela's over there. I think that's what they got. The giant Cabela's right off 80 and in, in, in Indiana. Probably could go to the bank too and they might have some. Yeah, maybe I will. I'll start giving them out. <laughs> yeah. Like, pulling them out from behind people's ears. Collectibles. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So So anyway, um, yeah, that's the interesting story. More money being found. Uh, now, I don't know in this situation – the state police being the ones who found it, I don't know who's going to get that money. Probably not going to be like the previous situation where the Peru city of Peru is going to get a lot of that money. This one's probably going to go more towards the state since it's a federal seizure or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, the local prosecutor's office probably is the same way. I don't know if it would be federal, but either interesting either way. Yeah. I got to yeah. think they're targeting. They know what they're looking for, whether it's that specific vehicle or another one. Yeah, you know. they they got some they got it figured out. I don't know. They're pretty good with that. So, eh. go them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess maybe in the land if you really think about it, how much money do you think is is uh, funneled on that highway every day, illegally? You know, or you know, un, unmarked or untraceable or, or just you know straight cash that isn't accounted for. I bet a lot. <laughs> maybe maybe we're making more of it than we should. Yeah, the cops got to be on high alert these days because they got everybody going over to Indiana to get their illegal fireworks. So I'm sure there's that going on too. Mm-hmm. Not saying I know anything about that. Right. Well, why would you? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I heard uh, we have some other good stuff on here too. You 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 uh, gave a hard time to Star Rock about their video. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I thought I... it was brilliant. I mean. What you thought what was brilliant? <laughs> the video. I don't know. What did you think? Oh, I like the video. Don't get me wrong, but maybe it was the mood I was in. But when I watched the video, I was thinking to myself, what did the guy who edited this movie, did they just watch Last of the Mohicans or something? When I heard the music, I'm like, this just doesn't fit. Maybe I'm just <laughs> okay. picky because I do my own editing stuff, but I just the music just didn't tie in with the video for me. And he, I don't he know. got lazy, you think? What's that? You think he got lazy? 
I don't think he got lazy. I think he had a vision in his head of what he wanted this to sound like, and I just don't think the music matched with the video. Okay. It's not like a big thing. It's just that I'm nitpicky about stuff like that, and I just it just it just didn't work for me. It's just my opinion. Is that and, what if you if you search for the Star Rock Experience, you can find it, right? Star Rock Experience. It's on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If anybody else out there wants to watch it, it's. No, it's a cool video. The video itself is neat. Yeah, it's high quality, but it is. They could have done a little more in showing the. um, It it seemed like it was mostly at Matheson Park. It seemed like they could have done a little more in in showing some of the scenic. I don't know. It was okay. No, yeah, no, I, I, I totally thought the video was very cool. I just, I was just being a jerk at that moment in time and decided to post a comment. Oh, I just posted something like saying, "Oh, this video is awesome." The music, not so much. Oh, that's you're just being uh, critical. There, there's yeah, there you go. <laughs> so sorry to anybody out there who, you know, knows the guy who edited this movie. Oh, no need to apologize, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're 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 allowed to have an opinion about their music choice. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We've been criticized for that. I gotta not be wishy washy. Right. That's true. If you take a stance, John, it's okay. Right. Yeah. To not like the music in the Star Rock YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of though, the Facebook posts, um, I didn't get any feedback on this one, but I just thought it was. I was laughing my butt off when I saw this. Uh, the Illinois Valley Video Gamers are, uh, yeah. A page on Facebook that we are close with. Oh, shoot. I keep bumping the mic. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, it's loud. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, they uh, posted a video uh, from Techie Blog. Oh, shoot. Oh, sorry. I was watching the time. I'm getting all of course. They posted a, uh, a video uh, Contra spoof. That's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if you watched that, Clayton, but I, I reposted it as IvyPod. And it's just anybody who plays video games and played Contra back in the day, I recommend watching that video. Mm-hmm. Good. Anywho. Yeah. Getting back to our our topics, probably should move along. Yeah. Got our guest here waiting. Yeah, are we getting close to We're actually probably burning up uh, the first. Yeah, well, we got one more Illinois Valley news item here to talk about. Uh, on, this was in another News Tribune item here. Uh, that there's been some work going on downtown LaSalle where they are trying to beautify it. And I think they have a storefront. Um, I forget which one it is. It's the uh, Blakely Building, 701 First Street in LaSalle. They, artists there oh. are, are posting pictures. And I think they're going to put like different paintings and display in the windows. And that's kind of like a first step. I think their goal is to kind of spread it along the entire downtown LaSalle and really try to beautify it. And I, I saw this article and I was like, man, that's just, that's great. Cause it LaSalle downtown could really use it. So anything is good mm-hmm. down there. So just, just wanted to put a little, uh, is it just a mural they're putting up, John? It doesn't look like it. Uh, like right now it just looks like they're putting up different exhibits in a window. Okay. Uh, there in front of that building. Um, but that's when I first saw the article, that's what I was thinking they got to do next. So, Kind of like downtown Ottawa, because I, yeah, uh, something to that effect, something, well, anything. Well, it looks like they're up. setting up a gallery, huh? Yes, I think space. so. It, right in that window space, yeah. Mm, that's neat. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good idea. Darn right. Sure. Good for them. They have all the history. That's a good article because they put a lot of the history stuff in here about what it was in the past. So. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what was it, by the way? Um, um, it was like there was a drugstore there. Um, the Donahue Building. Yeah. And it became the Blakely Building, and it was a department store until 1977. Mm-hmm. And it became nothing since then, so. Yeah, the building was originally constructed in 1885 and was occupied by H.D. Brown and Company, Dry Goods Merchant, and J.E. Malone, druggist. Bam! Kashmir Pierski, a merchant tailor. So, there you go. Neat. Very neat. So, yeah. So that's our Illinois Valley News. Now we've got a special Illinois Valley News item coming up here. We might as well uh, segue towards that, Clayton. Sounds good. Uh, We're going to take our first break here. We'll do some silly music we find. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back with our our special, special segment here. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
see you on the flip side. Rock on. Okay, here we go. We are back. We are going to try this again, everybody. We're having some technical difficulties that will be edited out, and everybody will be like, what difficulties? Anyway, um, right. so we've got a special guest here with us today we talked about before. Uh, we have our friend Brian here who's joined us, who is our uh, inside source for Illinois Valley News. Tech Brian. News. Tech News. Brian, how you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Oh, you sound much better now. Thank you. Yes. We're doing well, Brian. <laughs> Good. We're excited about how how clear you sound. Yes, we were seeing this gets into what we're going to talk about. See, we were worried about your broadband connection, and it, it very well could be my broadband connection, and and that's kind of what we're going to get into on this topic. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. So yeah, for all those at home, probably are not going to know that we just spent about ten minutes uh, screwing around with our connections. We couldn't get each other to sound good so maybe i'll put it as bloopers or something at the end who knows sure <laughs> so um do you want me to just delve right into it or, or uh, sure well well uh should we do well, any I other intro clayton or what do you think well yeah i mean brian works i, mean, I don't know if you yeah go ahead and you jump in brian yeah you, yeah, you, you take, take it away talking. yeah okay. Well, uh, I work for North Central Illinois Council of Governments. It's a regional planning agency. And uh, about a year and a half ago, we um, helped uh, apply for a federal grant to bring uh, broadband, uh, basically an, a, uh, uh, it's applied for a $70 million grant to bring seven or sorry, 870 miles of uh, fiber to northwestern and north-central Illinois. Can I ask uh, you a question real quick, Brian? Sure. So by fiber, you mean that's the stuff that carries the Internet specifically? Uh, yes, it'd be pretty much the the fastest way you can, you know, uh, pipe Internet. So we're talking, we're talking, when you say fiber, though, it was just to clarify for everybody, uh, fiber optics? Fiber optics. And Just like this, the same stuff we use for your Christmas trees at, at, that they have at Menards that make the funny lights? The, yes. The weird... it, that's how the Internet's transmitted over there. It's just uh, blinking Christmas lights. Christmas trees? It's Christmas trees. <laughs> what does this have to do with Christmas trees? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused. What are you talking about, Brian? <laughs> Sorry. Anyhow, not Christmas trees, but, uh, but actually this will put uh, – over 800 miles of of uh, fiber optic into the ground, where that would be um, basically it's like a pipeline of of internet uh, or data be, cable, and it's going to run through all through well the Illinois Valley, right? I mean, it, what are the different towns it's going to impact? Uh, actually, it'll it'll impact uh, every major city in LaSalle County, and also hit Spring Valley and Winona, which is partially in LaSalle County and and uh, Bureau County. Um, basically, we're going to be connecting up to uh, what they call community anchor institutions, uh, which are uh, hospitals, schools, municipalities, um, clinics. Um, um, a lot and, of places like that. Yeah, major, yes. major yes. places like yeah. that. So like the okay. police stations, the schools, the hospitals, uh, the, the the quick care type clinics or, or, or the hygienic type places maybe. Yeah, ba basically all your awesome. kind of non-profit government entities. And, uh, and what will happen is, is in this fiber optic network, there's going to be 144 fibers. And uh, a, a portion of those will be dedicated strictly to hooking up those community anchor institutions. Um, and basically, this this grant was funded by a, this project was funded by a federal grant that was uh, for $68.5 million. And the LaSalle County portion of that grant, uh, basically to put the infrastructure in the LaSalle County area, is about $17 million of that grant. So, so it is quite a major windfall for the area as far as creating some jobs and, and actually getting 
this uh, broadband infrastructure into uh, the area here. Now, That's it awesome. actually it actually already exists. You know, AT and T and Comcast and you know all the, the major telecommunication companies actually have fiber in the area. But what what makes this different is that it would be um, it would be uh, low low cost uh, to these nonprofit entities, and so also. Does that does that like do you think uh, Comcast and AT and T and all those types of places they're threatened by this? I I think they possibly could be because I I mean basically it is going to create uh, some competition out there. But this uh, like is all a done deal though, right? I mean this is happening. This is happening. The project is actually going to start uh, probably next month within the LaSalle County area, um, and then it it will be uh, completed by. June of 2013, so it's not going to happen overnight. It is going to take a while. Um, cool. And, oh, that's uh, good, though. That's that's so. I mean, now this is confusing. I know I, we talked about this before, just uh, just uh, over a beer or whatever. And um, uh, when you say fiber, and you talk about you know fibers going to different places, I mean, what? How big is a fiber? I, it gets that it's kind of uh, confusing as what we're actually uh, talking about here. Basically, those those ones you're talking about on the Christmas tree. Um, basically, this would be a duct that we're installing in the ground, and it's got uh, uh, little tubes inside it that all that actually carry a cable that's made of 144 fiber optic strands, and uh, a portion of those strands would be dedicated to serving these community anchor institutions that we mentioned before. But the other strands would be opened up uh, to for anybody to lease, uh, such as local internet service providers can hook up and and uh, you know lease fiber uh, between certain uh, they they can lease fiber or or businesses could lease fire fiber between you know two of their their you know. Uh, to their buildings. So we are. So we, the consumer, like the you and I and Clayton, people live in Peru, Ottawa, wherever. Will we get to be impacted, or is this only going to be those major institutions? Uh, for for to start with, it's pretty much going to be the major institutions. Um, further down the road, it will be as uh, as local ISPs or as internet service providers. Uh, are able to join this network, uh, we're we're expecting them to do the last mile. This is basically the what they call middle mile infrastructure. So it's basically like your major. I'm I'm confused. It, <laughs> well, it, I'm it's just joking. No, I, I I'm screwing with you. I'm just kidding. No, it, it's basically like your major pipeline or your water main going through town, and. Uh, you know, All I the compare, houses still need to hook up. We right? still need we to still, hook up. We still need to hook up, and we're counting on uh, maybe some of these local smaller ISPs or even the major tele or telecoms to uh, take advantage of this network and and bring that last mile to the home. So, uh, and, and the the managing entity here is going to be the one that is in charge of leasing out the fiber to whom, basically, as a, a nonprofit type business. Yes, actually, uh, with the grant, uh, what was uh, created was uh, a, a nonprofit organization called iFiber, and they'll be overseeing the construction and maintenance of the grant. And Brian runs it all. No, I don't. I don't. Actually, so the mob I, I, does, though, right? No. The mob? Yeah, the actually, mob. Oh, the truth I, comes out. Yeah. I work with uh, uh, North Central Illinois Council of Governments, and we actually – uh, helped uh, the, for the LaSalle County portion, uh, helped uh, gather information to submit in the original grant. Uh, and actually, NIU, uh, North, Northern Illinois University, submitted that they were the grant recipient. Uh, cool stuff. So basically, so like, what kind of speeds are we talking about here? I mean, when it, when it gets there, so like, I know I've got like, 12 megs or whatever they call it uh, of internet, my broadband. So what what can fi I the fun? Bleh, I can't talk. The, what can this fiber actually do? Any idea? 
Uh, the fiber can actually transport up to a gigabit of uh, speeds, which Holy is like... Holy uh, You know, your Comcast, I guess, I'm just saying, for instance, Comcast, you might have 10 megabits per second, and that's a burst speed. It might give you that for, what, uh, probably the first 10 seconds to download a file, and um, and but then be 2 megabits per second after that. So basically what we're going to be hooking up uh, hospitals and schools, we're going to allow up to a hundred megabit connection. So that's and, like 10 times faster than what you got, John, or, you know, eight times faster. That's That'd be like 10 even more. times, but, but, but it'd be constant. There wouldn't be that burst. It'd be a, it'd be a, Oh yeah, wow! Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that awesome. <laughs> but also that that gigabit, you could have a gigabit, but that's only for transport between buildings, like uh, basically not for internet I, I for okay. for wow. internet services. Um, and one of the main things about this grant is uh, uh, these community anchor institutions will have to pay pay for maintenance of the network. Um, you know, they'll all have to split the maintenance of the network, the locates and the, you know, if something, somebody cuts the, the cable and, and, you know, you have to get out there right away and fix it. So there is a maintenance cost involved and, and these community anchor institutions would split that. But as, um, as, as the other fibers are leased out, uh, to other entities, uh, you know, for-profit entities, or or as for-profit uh, entities hook up, they will help subsidize these community anchor institutions. And 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 this will save like the hospital or whatever, and specifically thousands. I mean, or hundreds of thousands, maybe over the course of a, of you know a stretch of years or whatever, in what they what they already pay for service. Uh, actually, I mean, it should save a significant amount of money, and and the more savings would come as if, if uh, you know, as as they get increased speeds and increased bandwidth to these community anchor institutions, they can do things like voice over IP, and you know, turn their phone systems into that. So then it saves them on phone calls, you know, on phone service also. Uh, Does this so mean I'm going to get to have fiber, uh, virtual reality on my computer? Uh, it's a start. Yeah, it's a good start. I guess. I yeah. want that thing. From, I want. I want the internet from the movie Johnny Mnemonic. Does anybody remember that movie? Nope. Nope. Yeah, it was pretty bad, so I wouldn't expect that's it a, to. I who, who's in that? Keanu Reeves was. Yeah, it. that's what I was gonna say. Go. Right on. There you was go. It, go to Keanu was Reeves. Was it pre Matrix? Whoa. Yeah, way pre Matrix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this was back when ninety one, maybe. Yeah, probably about the time of what the the. The, the toy soldiers or whatever the what is no, the well, that was in the late 80s maybe oh I, or gleaming the cube Brian oh <laughs> yes uh, de- definitely recommended uh, 80s movie picks or I guess Sorry. early 90s well, gleaming the cube was in the 80s yeah and then but toy soldiers uh, maybe 89 I guess so fine I'll look it up hold on you guys keep talking <laughs> we keep talking well that's that's cool so now I mean Oh, oh, so oh. I mean, this all sounds great. Uh, you mentioned something about network costs. I mean, like, or no, I'm sorry, maintenance costs. Is there any other bad thing here we should worry be worried about with this? Or? No, I don't. I I, I think it's going to be kind of a, a a boon for the area. Uh, it'll help with uh, you know basically all these government <laughs> nonprofits. It'll help them save money, and in the long run. Uh, after the network's set up and these private businesses can start getting on, uh, I think it would be a, a great tool for economic development in the area also. Um, and also, as far as the ISPs, uh, you, know, you may have these local ISPs as far as, you know, as opposed to the giant telecoms. Really quick, they Brian, have... really quick. What is an ISP, just so everybody knows? Uh, inter- internet service provider. Okay. He said it earlier, John. Relax. I don't listen to Brian. <laughs> anyway, the letters came out in 91. Thank you. Right. See, cool. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, actually, um, these uh, local internet service providers will get significantly cheaper bandwidth. They buy in bulk. 
Uh, and right now they have to buy that bulk uh, from the major telecoms. So they're charging quite a bit. Uh, and and this network will provide them the opportunity to get uh, very low-cost bandwidth. And that, that will come with uh, increased speeds and uh, Brian, lower Brian, costs. And Brian, Brian, hold that thought. Hold yes. that thought. We got to okay. go. Do you like video games? Do you like Facebook? Is my voice creeping you out yet? Ha ha that is funny. You should try out the Illinois Valley Video Gamers. There your wildest dreams will come true. Thank you. Sorry, Brian, I had to cut you off. We were right there at the very, you know, the deadline with our little timer system here. So anyway, what you were talking about the ISPs real quick. Uh, um, yeah. Actually, I lost my train of thought. I think That's we cool. could just leave it at that. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, That's, okay. That's my bad for uh, well, time right. management. Yeah. Um, so anyway, as, uh, I, I can go back. If anybody go back in time, what do you mean? Well, we were talking about gleaming the cube. Oh, yes, we were talking about <laughs> I figured I could chime in real quick, but I, I totally sure. ruined it. Uh, it came out in 89, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> Tony Hawk was in that, too, wasn't he? He was. He drove the Pizza Hut truck. He did. It was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. Uh Oh, and I'll just uh, say, if anybody wants any further updates, uh, the I, uh, this project, uh, you can track the progress of the project at www.ifiber.org. Uh, and it hasn't w- been... W or www? Uh, three Ws. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was really mean. I, or, I heard it too. I just... or, or we could just say ifiber.org. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah, we've had trouble with that. Yeah, you don't have to say the WW anymore. We did. Yeah. We decided that early on, didn't we, John? But I still like the sound of it, so I still say it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So anyway, it's uh, it it should be updated uh, regularly uh, coming up pretty soon. So they cool. they do have a marketing person now that will uh, be working on the website. <laughs> cool. Nice. Otherwise, you can call Brian at his home at one eight hundred five 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 Brian. The Ivy Pod Hotline. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. No. If anybody's got any questions, this would be great. If we had anybody actually listen to the show, maybe we get some. Uh, you know, we get some feedback. So, but uh, for those people who do listen, please, please write us at mail at ivypod.com for any information or questions for Brian. We can forward it to him and and send you information via Facebook or what have you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Is there anything else, Brian, or you want to stick on with us for just a little bit longer? Uh, sure. Why not? Sweet, sweet. Okay. So what else do we got then? Uh, oh, I know what we were going to talk about. Um, there was a national – this is national. I think we pretty much covered local news. That's awesome. So uh, some national topics. I saw recently a, a thing in the Yahoo News or something like that about uh, Wall Street ball. Journal. Was it the Wall Street – oh, well, yeah, yeah. It was on Yahoo Finance, but it was found in Wall Street Journal or provided by Wall Street Journal. Correct. Yes. And uh, it was just kind of a brief little – article about uh, wiffle ball i know we've talked about wiffle ball at length in one of our first episodes um but this was an article about it which is the the cool thing about this is the company that makes these wiffle balls and the bats i mean that's literally all they make and it's mm-hmm. just like a family that has this small little factory in 15, uh, 15 employees john yeah 15 employees like, yeah five desks and in a 15 employee operation Right, and that's and, it. <laughs> and it's just a small little building that cranks out wiffle balls and bats, and that's all they do. So uh, it was just, but but what was we wanted to bring up was now that it's the Fourth of July coming up. This is an unusual segue to get to the Fourth of July, but uh, for any of you who do like to partake in fireworks, uh, there's a very good use for wiffle ball bats. Right, uh, I think we've all probably done it. Uh, oh, definitely. You, you take the bottle rocket and you stick it in the 
bottom, the handle of the wiffle ball bat, and you use it as a launcher. Yeah, you can point it at anything. Not that we condone that actual activity. This is just right. hypothetically speaking, of course. But, but yeah, they, so they, you, they talked about other alternative uses on the the web on on the article, and one of them was putting BBs in the gun and using it to. Uh, you mean in uh, the bat? It, or in the yeah, in the gun in the bat. You, you put the BBs <laughs> in the bat, yeah, and then he shakes the bat, you know, with the BBs in it at this at his pigs, this pig right. farmer, and, <laughs> and uses it to corral the pigs. Yes, that's pretty funny. Uh, Sounds like a good idea. Oh, there were some other things too. Uh, yeah, there's a variety of things that people use these for, which I thought was really funny, and that's what made me think of using them for bottle rocket launchers. It's actually safe, kinda. As long as you don't point it at anybody. <laughs> it's no no more uh, dangerous than Roman candles. I mean, no. That's then again, you're not really supposed to hold those either. I don't think you're supposed really? to shoot those at people either. So but, uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to hold on to a Roman candle. What what are you supposed to do with it? Stick it in the ground or something. I don't know. Really? Oh, well, I didn't know that. I just assumed you were supposed to shoot them at each other. That was it. Should it. have a it should have a little stake in the ground if it was if it was meant to stick in the ground. Right. Know, yeah. There's that. no way to hold that thing vertically up on yeah, on its, its own. It's not user friendly at all. <laughs> Has to be. It has to be made for the hand, then. True. True. There we go. Crack so that case. Been, so it's been decided. <laughs> but I get a kick out of that. I, I, I do. I do think it's interesting that you know, fifteen people, fifteen employees working, you know, whatever they work, and can kick out enough of these wiffle balls to keep the world happy. So, oh yeah, it's pretty interesting. So this is the sole wiffle ball provider in the, the in the world, you, or in the, the one country. And only. I mean, I'm sure there's more the generic wiffle ball. I mean, people make plastic balls, obviously. Um, yeah, but the original wiffle ball. I mean, in, in as John can attest to, there's no substitute for the real thing, right? No, I've tried different things with yeah. no no holes and then the generic versions. The only one that I have not yet tried, which I would like to try, is that new Nike one or Nerf, no, Nerf. It's one either Nike, no, Nerf I think has their own version of one which uh could have potential. Okay. So. Well, none of the knockoffs would have that signature like whir as it's whirring past, you know, past your face or whatever, you know. Yeah, sure. Where you you throw it expecting it to curve and it doesn't curve, so then it just beams right. the guy in the head, mm -hmm. or the guy just I, watches it the whole way in and expects that break and it doesn't break. <laughs> uh, we could we could probably talk about wiffle ball for another hour if we. Yeah, want. we better get off that topic. You guys, uh, hey, I know. Hey, speaking, uh, not related to anything, but uh, I know all three of us use Verizon, right? Don't we all yeah. use Verizon? Yes. Yeah, we are lucky. Uh, anybody who's joining Verizon late to the game, uh, I feel their pain. Well, actually, I don't feel their pain because, well, suckers. No, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, they have to uh, get tiered data plans, so that sucks for them. Yeah, I, I've seen those tiered plans, though. I mean, you really have to use a lot of data before you run into any trouble, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not it's, – it's, is it real high? I mean, it's for your mobile, right? So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it depends on. I don't know. I guess I never really investigated how much data I'm using with my phone. But right. it do you, seems when you're like, at home, when you're at home, John, do you always hook into your Wi-Fi? Uh, yes. Okay, so do I. So when yeah. I'm at home, most of the time. I mean, I work a lot, but I mean, I don't. I don't use my phone while I'm at work that much, so I don't. I, I feel like it, it wouldn't impact me too much, but it would be. It's definitely worth investigating. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's especially handy. Like I know I hook up my phone to like a radio here, and I use it as a, and I, then I set it for Pandora. So that's you know a situation like that. You almost have to have it with the Wi-Fi. So it's just the way to go. But yeah, right. it's interesting. Or it yeah. sucks for those people, though. I think. Uh, but anyway, a lot of people out there could get that one bill like that. Everybody like is scared of where they they happen to do a lot of whatever, use a lot of wit, uh, uh, internet or whatever, and get that surprise $400 bill and, and be like, oh, shoot, yeah. what happened? I, I think I, you'd probably have to use quite a bit, though. It I seems think you're like right. it's, it's, it's not like it's enough. Yeah. I would hope. It's not like a 10 cent a piece text, text message with a junior high kid. You know? Now, is there a way to wirelessly or can I can I, can I hook up a, a, a fiber up to my phone, Brian? Is that possible? Uh, I don't think so. 
But I mean, that kind of kills the idea for like. Uh, I was I was thinking that it'd be great to have like have my phone be a wireless hotspot and not have to pay for uh, you know like cable internet anymore. You can do that. <laughs> I, I know my phone can do that. But yes. that kind of kill kills the idea if you know you have a tiered tiered band oh, you know, yeah, tiered sure. pricing level. If it was unlimited, then you know it wouldn't be too bad. So your, now, connection, your connection would be real slow. Just curious, uh, going back to the fiber optics real quick for a second. Does this sure. mean we're all going to have to get new wireless routers because they won't be able to keep up with it? They'll be like a uh, like a throttle point. Uh, I think it it'd be like all all new equipment. I believe everything's uh, going to have to be new. But I, I mean, we're not talking to uh, you know fiber to the home at this point. Yeah, uh, we're talking. That's what, five years from yeah. now. So from what I've heard is they've tried those projects in different areas of the country, and it seems like they're always. I mean, right now they can't uh, can't make it economically viable to take fiber straight to the home. Uh, gotcha. You know, on a mass scale, I guess. So that's cool. That's great. <clears throat> but, is there uh, any other uh, topics here? We've got a. We've got a. About five minutes left in this before our timer kicks us off. Uh, John, are you going to have a fireworks show this year? Um, uh, officially, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't have that much. I got a few little things, but nothing, uh, nothing that should get me into real trouble. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, except for the massive, except for the um, the TNT I got, but I, I haven't, you know. That'll be a surprise. Okay, go. Okay, I'm going to stop talking before I convict myself of something. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? You want to talk about the spam? The spam burgers? Yeah, you were. We 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 have that on our dock. They're they're making spam burgers in at Burger King in Japan, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I want one. <laughs> Good luck. I yeah. heard there's cheap flights to Japan right now because all the radiation and whatnot. Oh yeah, true. true. So you can, I mean, if you were in LA, I heard that you can get a flight there for like 400 bucks. But you know, that's, that's pretty cheap. That I is mean, cheap. I haven't investigated any flights lo- <laughs> lately. No reason. What do you to think, work. Brian? You want a spam burger? Uh, with cheese, actually. <laughs> uh, what kind are you talking? Provolone. Some sharp uh, cheddar. Yeah, I'd say some sharp sharp cheddar would be good. Maybe on some tex- Texas toast, I would think. Wow. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that sounds good. Or maybe I, some marble rye. Uh, marble yeah. rye spam. I, okay. I, I like the t- Texas toast. Well. Yeah, since it's already greasy and that, you might as well throw you it You need a hearty Texas bread. Toast. You need a hearty yeah. bread. Definitely need hearty. Um, nice. Yeah, this is, this is coming to Japan. Uh, in Burger King, will it come here? I wish I could share stories from college where I would wait yeah. for people to be in, you know, have a few drinks in them, and then I would serve them spam burgers, and mm. and everybody liked them. Hey, right. they always yep. liked them. And then after the next day, I told them, "Hey, you ate spam last night." Everybody yeah. like what? They called it. Uh, they call it the the BK shot, and there's the slogan. It's uh, it's marketed towards women. It's what women want. Yeah, I, I didn't understand get. that. <laughs> what women want, women get. <laughs> so, oh baby, um, <laughs> kids go mad for salty meat. Uh, <laughs> women be shopping. Yeah, they like their spam. Uh, that's interesting, actually. Uh, well, I know spam's real big in Hawaii for for whatever reason. Yeah, they, spam and eggs. They like pork. Oh, I think spam probably goes good with uh, grilled pineapple. I would guess. That's maybe why it's good in Hawaii, or popular in Hawaii. Well, I know it's got a goes back to the, the the uh, their navy days or whatever. It has to do with the military, I think. I think they had oh. surplus spam there from the from the base they had set up there. But I don't know. I'm not a history buff, so don't quote me on that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> no. I think you're you're right on, John. Uh, so, we, well, you don't, you're not that familiar with the history of spam. Is that the deal? No, no, I just like it. Okay. So I guess, uh, well, Brian, I guess uh, that's probably gonna about do it. Do you, uh, you have anything? Do you, can we follow you on the the Twitter, the Twitter? Uh, no, we have. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
no, tw- no Twitter setup. So, oh come on. Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, hey, if anybody has questions, Twitter. no Twitter for him. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, if anybody does have questions for Brian, feel free to go to mail at ivypod.com and we will shoot it over to him. Uh, we're gonna. I guess we'll let you go here. Do you? Uh, do we have anything else for Brian before he goes? I don't think so. Thank you. I think thanks he did for a good job me. explaining. Yeah, thanks, Brian. No, hopefully we can have you on again because I know you've given us show ideas before. So, okay. Um, well, uh, thanks for having me and uh, have a good night, guys. Yeah, yeah. Sleep we'll tight, you. Brian. See ya. All right, bye. Okay. Later. And with that, we will uh, we'll take a short break and be right back. Sounds good. Okay. This is my sellout shit, y'all. Final segment of the day. Day, day, day. day. Uh, it sounded like you were talking, trying to talk with a British Echo accent. <laughs> a British a British accent? I can't do that. With a, with a bit of an echo to it, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thanks. we're back. That was. I think that was good. We 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 had our our second guest on. Um, I think. I hopefully people understood what why that's important and why um, it's relevant. I think you know it's 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 it's. Even for me, I have, I have a hard time grasping. Um, like I get the fiber thing, but I, I didn't ask the question, but he sort of covered it anyway, was when he said that there is fiber in the area. It's not like Comcast and AT&T hasn't already laid fiber, but what this is is a lot more of it. And it's instead of being used for strictly commercial purposes, meaning it was put that was laid to make money. This is laid to provide service to the people who need it most, or us as a as a, um, a community entity. The the people like the hospitals and stuff will benefit the most, and then anybody else. Who yeah, needs and this it is gets it. Right, and that's awesome. I mean, you got to figure that a lot of times the hospitals and government agencies kind of get the shaft. Probably have slow connection speeds, maybe compared to everybody else. Maybe they don't. I'm maybe I'm just kind of no. They pay there, but, they uh, pay a ton of money for their their service. They pay a ton. Right. I mean, tons of money. So, and a lot of businesses do too. So, um, I think it'll be it'll be pretty neat when, when. Seems like a good thing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know other. And you heard about it here first on the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Right. I guess if you were like a, a pure free market person, meaning you know, you know hardcore free market, like um, if there's a need, if the community has a need, then the market will provide it. And as long as you allow competition, that it'll be provided the cheapest way possible. This kind of might fly in the face of that, meaning since it was government provided, um, maybe it's oh well. But small towns sticking together, we like that here in the Illinois Valley. It's a whole bunch of good groups uh, working together to get it too. So, right. I don't. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're we're in. We're on board. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> um, what else we got here? I guess this is about the end of the show. We should do our, our typical apps and podcasts. Uh, yeah, like um, 
Yeah. Or do, is there any or shout outs? What do you want to do here? Well, let's. Um, I don't really want to. We had a few other things on our docket here, but we can save them. I think, um, based on where we're at right now, let's talk about the. You you actually contacted the host of Coverville podcast. Yeah, I mentioned that podcast last week. Coverville is. And I uh, gave that. One, two... I gave that one a spin. Uh, What'd you think? I thought it was really cool. I I liked the presentation of it. It was a lot more um, intense. Like a, there was a lot more covers in each episode than I, I had I really initially realized. Like it's it's. I mean, it's very musical. Yeah, it's like yeah I mean, it's, it's music, and it's it's all yeah. really a wide array of sound. I mean. Uh, jazz, bluegrass, uh, techno, dance, I mean, anything you can think of, it's rock, I mean... It, yeah, it, he's all over the place, and that's 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 what, what turned me to that show was that morning stream, which I mentioned last week, or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. because he always brings covers to that show as well, so then I thought, well, if I like his the covers he's picking out, let's check out his podcast, and yeah, like you said, he's all over the place with the type of stuff he does. So how does that work? So, I mean, he actually pays the money to put this stuff out there on his show. Yeah, 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 because I was really interested, and I'm, I'm going to contact uh, Scott Johnson, too, because I'm he's so, – they're so – it's so weird. You know, we've talked about before, it's, you know, you send these messages to these people, and you think you're not going to hear back from them, but, you know, they'll send you back information. They're just like you and me. They're very accessible. So, yeah, it's so great. And um, so, yeah, I, I, want, I wanted to find out about this stuff for our show. So we can have more music and or different sound effects and stuff, so we don't we don't get in trouble doing it. Um, but yeah, he pays a bunch of money. I was surprised. He pays two hundred and fifty dollars to three different agencies each. So he pays like seven hundred and fifty dollars a year. That's for for his music. For the music he does on his podcast, yeah. That's the ASCAP, the BMI, and the SESA. And those are different record labels. I. I think BMI. They're just they're they're agencies. He doesn't specify that. But, okay. But yeah, and then he contacts the labels and artists when he can to try to get permission from them. But I do know that he also um, posts the songs that he plays on his podcast on his website for sale. So I'm sure he generates some revenue there. Or, or that he directs them to the people so they get money. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I think that he. His podcast, I think he must be generating some some money from ads and different stuff like that, so he can actually pull this off. You know, like right. us, this is kind of a no. It's not going to happen. No, <laughs> we're not going to spend that kind of money. No, for some well, yeah, we, we don't have any way to generate money, so there's no. Yeah. Um, we don't have an ad guy yet, so. No. <laughs> um, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, no. and we, and the reality is if we wanted to steal music, we could, and then we'd get a cease and desist letter if it ever got to that point, and we could just pull it, I believe. I don't know if they would ever yeah. pursue because, they're, I mean, they could have a hard time proving damages or anything like that. So yeah. Uh, so that's why, for now, we just stick to the, the Creative Commons licensed music that allows us to play it. Right. So that's a, that's a good podcast to cover. Uh, did, you, did you listen to anything else good this week, John? Um, a couple things. I, I took your recommendation uh, and listened to the Minivan Men. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't listened to the third episode. Uh, I like towards the end of the second episode when they start to talk more about, you know, it took till over half the episode for them to get to kind of their their personal lives and their families, which is kind of I thought it was going to be a lot more of that. So when they finally got to that kind of stuff, I enjoyed that part the most. I didn't, I didn't care for the first half when they're just kind of talking about their, you know, their jobs and their, their yeah, media the and stuff and being out on the road stuff. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting there. It's only their third episode. I mean, geez. Yeah, so, yeah I, I liked it. Good start. I, I mean, I liked the first one enough. I really like uh, Al Madrigal for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's a pretty funny guy. So we'll see actually if these guys can keep it up because I think it sort of did lack a little bit of. Um, like enthusiasm, I think I kind of yeah I yeah got, they were they were like you know we're laid back on this show they were really laid yeah back like we're this. dude we have kids like and we're comedians like the shit just don't <laughs> mix so <laughs> it, that's the impression I get like did yeah. did you get that feel too so uh, yeah I, it was a good one so uh, I'm glad you brought that one up that was an interesting one did you listen to Jimmy Fallon on Mark Marin? 
Yes, enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I, I really have liked uh, the more I, I sure. the more I you know think about it. I really like Jimmy Fallon. I love what he does with this show. I think we've actually talked about it before. Yes, we have. He does a great job. And you know what? There for a while, I you know oftentimes you know Mark Maron seems like he has the strong hand, not the strong hand, but he seems like he has control of an interview. I felt like Jimmy Fallon was just he was he controlled that interview. He's just so funny. It's like Mark Maron couldn't really. I don't know. Is I don't. Did you notice that at all? I, just, I think uh, maybe I, it's just me. I think I know what you mean. Um, in in the it, the the rhythm of it, or or like he sort of um, he he it almost like he at certain points he would sort of take control or direct the flow of it, and then yeah, and then versus Mark Maron's typical getting stuff out of people, right? It didn't seem like that kind of. It was but, cool. No, I, I I agree with you. And 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 I think at a certain point, I think. Fallon actually realized that he sort of was controlling things and sort of just started trying to push the that on to Mark. Like, all right, what are we, what are we going to do now? We're going to play a song. Do you want me to play? I'll play a song. You know. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. And some of those those songs are hilarious too. The the whip my hair song and um. Yeah, he's like he's very talented. His, his Neil Young impression is is very good, and that the <laughs> yeah. the Springsteen one is excellent, and and I, I it cracks me up every time I hear it. I've heard that a few times now, and it's just awesome. So very 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 funny. I think he's doing a heck of a job, kind of taking Conan's place. Uh, oh I mean, yeah, for sure. Or, yeah. So you got any other podcasts? Um. Before we move on to apps, I think. No, I, I don't. I, I don't have any. I mean, I'm... The only one I can mention is uh, my same old thing. I talk about it over and over again with the frog pants stuff. Uh, but uh, I didn't get a lot of work done uh, last Friday because that Scott Johnson, his entire network, he had his big, like, a conference where people called Nerdtacular in Salt Lake City. And it's just basically fans of all his different podcasts and all the different hosts were there and just fans got to go there and it was just a day of just kind of a meet and greet kind of a thing but they had it all streaming live so i kind of listened to it and checked in it was it was kind of cool and but uh yeah uh so i guess that's it it already happened so that's kind of stupid for me to bring it up but oh well yeah well it's neat so anyway i guess should we hit some apps before we uh, close this sucker out yeah Sure. I, I think uh, – did you have any good ones that you wanted to bring up? The only one that I mentioned in, in our doc was that I've given up on Words with Friends. Oh, you've officially – un- I've, I've uninstalled it. It's done. You're not – you didn't uninstall or reinstall, did you? I just – I got rid of the game altogether off my phone. Did you? Oh, that's I'm, what I was I'm sick of the glitches. I, that game would hog up 60% of my resources you know, over and over again, I just got sick of it, so I dumped it. I switched to Word Feud, which uh, doesn't cross-platform. But uh, if you got an Android-based phone, Word Feud's the way to who, go. Who are you playing on Word Feud? I play uh, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and wife. Oh, so you got like multiple games going? Yeah, yeah. I've been I, I've been playing Words with Friends, and I actually haven't had any problems with it. Um, Mostly, I think pretty much everyone's Android, though, except for well, no, I, not everyone. So I don't know, but it it is a stupid game in that regard. It's uh, <laughs> but I, I I like I'm, it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. Oh, I guess if anybody out there has a a Facebook page, uh, they're well aware that there's no way to manage your pages on the Facebook app, which is extremely annoying. So if if and I don't know if this is the case on your iPhone, on people's iPhones, but at least on Droids or Androids, uh, there's no way to manage pages. And there's a, a app called Mobile Page Manager. I recommend it. It's okay. It does the job. If you want to post uh, messages via your page, like we are IvyPod, so it's very convenient for that. And but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. It's not a great app, but it's like that's, not much to choose from. It's different than your personal. You're saying because you can post like uh, status updates from your phone, but you can't post pictures and stuff from your phone. Is that what you're saying? Well, I can't from my Facebook app. I can't post a message as Ivy Pop. Oh, that, okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Right. Yeah. You're right. So this allows me to do that. Right. So that's all I got. Right. I don't, and I don't really have anything with my phone. I, I actually, am, I'm kind of getting frustrated with the battery of my incredible. I think it's, 
uh, I think this is welcome to the world of smartphones. Yeah, well, it's almost like the, what to quote Joe Rogan. I'm like, he said this. It's like they, they should. It's almost ridiculous that they were even allowed to put it out. That's how bad the battery is. I mean, I've I've seen mine go go dead in like three hours. Well, that's and that's uh, something you need to investigate with your apps because sometimes there's certain apps that are hogging everything. Okay. Well, I, yeah, you got you got to go and look at what's what's using those. You can there's apps you can use and then you can go into system properties and you can you can look that up and you can find out stuff about. There's actually I just read an article about different ways to save uh, battery life. So if you're um, uh, you know if you have the GPS on or Wi-Fi on, those hog battery. Um, the uh, the in light intensity, your screen brightness is another one. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, also, uh, if you do get this isn't going to conserve battery, but if you get low on power, uh, recommend you switch to airplane airplane mode. That's a way to conserve power in your final final countdown. You know, <laughs> countdown. I, yeah, I think I, I I use the app killer all the time, but I actually leave stuff so it doesn't always ter- terminate it or whatever. So maybe I should just let the app killer kill everything all the time. It's, yeah, there's I've seen different stories on the web about those app killers because I use. I use Watchdog uh, for monitoring that kind of stuff, and um, some say that you shouldn't even have to use those, but uh, because when you kill apps, it can do more harm than good. But I don't know. Just seems- I wish I knew, but what's it's that? Wonky. Like it, it. It just seems like it should work a little better. I mean, it works fine. It's just the battery sucks. And yeah. I, I almost wish I would have just bought, waited the extra couple of months, and, and got the uh, iPhone on Verizon. Oh, little buyer's remorse. Yeah. So if anybody knows someone that works for HTC, they can stick it in their a-hole because this this phone battery stinks. <laughs> well, I love my Droid X. You have a Motorola. See, I don't know. I mean, but we're both in the same boat. Like we both like halfway through the day, pretty much, uh, kind of have come to the. Your, yours is the same thing. Like after lunch or whatever, whenever you're at work, you pretty much have to throw it on the charger, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how mine is too. So we're not. It's not like mine's way worse than that. If I don't really yeah. use it, it can. I just gotta get used to it. It can hang. On. Hey Clay. Hey, pause for just one second, Clay. Sorry, I had to click the button here real quick. Um, no. Uh, no, I have the same problem. I just kind of manage it. I. It's not. I don't like it. I wish it was better, but I, I like my phone so much that I just kind of get 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 by with okay. that problem. I mean, it's a rich man's problem. Is that what you're trying to tell me, John? <laughs> Uh, I'm privileged enough to have one of these stupid phones. The least I could do is not bitch about the battery. There you go. Come on, man. I think you're right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop whining. All right. And it's my choice. I mean, I could just shut it off. But I work in, like, metal buildings where the signals are so weak, I'm pretty sure that's, like, 90% of the trouble yeah. is the fact that the it's constantly trying to find out where it's at or whatever. And I have all the... the I mean, I have the location services all turned off. I have like I'll turn the Wi-Fi off when I leave the house. Um, I, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't think I have the brightness turned. If I'm standing outside, I can't see the screen. You know what I mean. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say turn that to auto. They have an auto sensing feature. I just turned it all the way down, so it, yeah. it's about as bright. It's it it, it it seems to work actually, but. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's gonna be about it. Um, yeah. Sorry. Got anything else? Anything else, real quick, before we go? No, I I, uh, I don't think so. I, I I'm trying to push people towards the Facebook still, and getting new people when I meet, you know, when I run into people. So if you have any friends and if you like the show, try try to tell someone about it and see if we can get. You know, hopefully it's kind of like a snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we can get. You know, a few well, hundred. yeah, Facebook's nice because it's there's only two ways we can really track that people actually give a darn, and Facebook's one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and yeah. downloads, but we and still downloads. never know if people listen. But we do get feedback most of the time, and it does seem like people are listening. So cool. So we appreciate it, everybody. Uh, said it before, but uh, on Facebook we are Ivy Pod, Twitter or. Yeah, there was some senator who recently called it tweeter, which was hilarious. But uh, yeah, so on the on the on the tweeter, we you are. You said that uh, to Brian, did you? Do you have? Yeah, I was just jo- I was joking around. Um, so yeah, on the tweeter, uh, we are at Ivy Podcast. We are mail at Ivy Pod, 
And our website's www.ivypod.com. Um, I guess that's going to be about it. Yeah. Good show. Good show. Yeah, good show. Good deal. I'll look for it on Wednesday. I can't wait to download. And, Sweet. And, yeah, tell your friends to download. I don't care. I mean, even if they don't listen, at least get the download, right? Yeah, come on. Help us out. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I'll talk to you uh, maybe next week. Maybe we'll be able to do this. Well, no, next week's 4th of July. It's going to be a tough one, yeah. Well, well, it's a maybe. We'll see everybody when we see them. Yeah, that's, yeah. Don't expect anything, people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No. (laughs) All right. See you, John. See you, Clayton. Bye, everybody. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Here we are. We're going to try this again. I don't know if I'm going to keep that little brief minute in there or not, but uh, anyway. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I should have had a little mess up there. So anyway, we said we have a special guest here, everybody, and we do for our special show. And with us today is our friend Brian, who oh. is our, our inside source for the Illinois Valley news and random stuff. Actually, so, well, yeah, we'll get to that. Brian, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Oh, jeez. <laughs> you're all digital. You're, digi- you're digitally. Uh-oh. Uh, there you go. <laughs>